Well, 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 welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Waiting to Expel podcast. I am one of your hosts, C to the J, with my lovely fiance, Erica Bell. And if you haven't already, make sure you go and subscribe to our podcast on all streaming podcast platforms on Apple Music, on Spotify, Google as well. But of course, our host podcast streaming platform, Anchor. Yes. Go ahead and subscribe. Please. So what's been up, babe? How's going? How's everything? How you feeling? Uh, today I feel good. I'm a little hungry. Well, you know, it was my idea to, you know, see challenge us, not just us, but a couple of our friends are doing it with us as well. Shout out to Keisha, Mika, Brandy and Derek as well. Yes. Um, So, yeah, we, you know, decided we're going to do a little something different. You know, I'm trying to tell myself I got to fit in this suit. Yes. And I definitely have to look fine now. Everybody think that I want to look fine for my wedding dress. Which I do, of course. Oh, you battle. I will. <laughs> but I want to look fine for these swimsuits. No, I'm just saying. Not. I'm trying to look, you know, I'm trying to look beach ready. Yeah. So that's my motivation too. Yeah. Well, if you missed, if you missed last episode, episode four, it was the proposal. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, did you spell proposal wrong for a reason? <laughs> and if you listen to the episode, you will get why it's called the proposal and yes. not actually the proposal. Absolutely. We had to find our purpose mm. within our proposal. You sound so good when you say that, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not. You're not. You're not. So, yeah. So, if you missed any of the episodes, again, you can go ahead and check those out on all streaming platforms as well. Yeah, check them out and let us know what you think. We love feedback, you know? Always. I mean, because at the end of the day, our, again, like I said before, our main goal is to just, a lot of people used to always ask us about our story and wanted to know um, the ins and outs of what we experienced, how we got to this point. Yeah. So, I love when people reach out to us and just, even just giving like a a warming like oh I love it or even commenting and, and sending a text message to me or hitting up my phone like look I went through the same thing and we will <laughs> sit there and have a whole dialogue about it and I think it's beautiful so I love it so we definitely encourage feedback as well Most and even if something that you feel like you need to work on we encourage positive encouraging feedback of course of course so we'll go ahead and kick off episode five and the proper title for this one is going to be The Preparation. Mm, I think that's so proper. <laughs> As we're preparing and prepping for our big day and we enjoy all the fruits of our labors, we've moved into our home. Mm-hmm. We've gotten the kids all together. They're surprise ready. Surprise proposal. Surprise. Yeah, surprise proposal. And now it's time to it's time for the preparation. Mm-hmm. Now, in lieu of our preparation, we Erica decided, or I'm not gonna say decided. She presented or came to me and said, "Hey, babe, how do you feel about us doing premarital counseling?" Because I didn't know anything about it, right? I've right. seen this on movies, right. you know. I even heard a couple of my friends who mentioned it, but they're like, "Oh yeah, I mean, we went and sat before our pastor." 
We talked for about 30, 45 minutes. They gave us a couple quotes and sent us, sent us on our way. Yeah, I had, a, I had a homeboy say they only did like three sessions. Yeah. And so. I was just like, three sessions, that's it? Right. That's so, it. We didn't have any in like expectations, so to speak. Right. Um, I just thought it was quote unquote the thing to do. You know, you have premarital counseling before you get married. So I did. I mentioned like, hey, what do you think about it? And of course, the resourceful person like CJ is. <laughs> um, he got on it. Um, and he kind of looked into it and, and thought about some people. And and what was your thought process, babe, to to decide to choose who? Well, you automatically went to. Well, I, yeah, I kind of I kind of already knew, you know, um, when you presented it, I was like, yeah, I had, first of all, I didn't have no problem with it. Um, I was for it um, as a person who's indulged in um, individual counseling, um, definitely as a black male. I highly suggest it for any person who may be going through any and everything or just somebody just need to talk to outside of your regular circle. Yeah, because I just want to touch on that just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Ultimately in the black community, you know, especially for a male, is looked at as something bad to go to counseling. I know a lot of people um, oppose of it, but it's more so because of ignorance. And not to say that to be offensive, but it's more like genuine ignorance. We were told, oh, you don't go to, no, you know, you're not going to go to anyone outside of his home to, right. to come give, tell them to give us advice about what we got going on exactly. inside and things like that. And then for a male, I feel like it's so much pressure put on a male to be hardcore and tough and don't deal with your feelings or men don't cry. All those isms that we've heard before. Right. I don't, I don't agree with that at all because... If you're a male or a female, you're still human first. Agreed. So at the end of the day, just like a woman would have emotions and they would cry and go through things, a man will too. So how do you expect a male, a black male at that, to be able to really make it if they don't have any form, any way of out, um, having any outlets to let out things that they're expressing. Right. Um, and then have all this weight be um, put on their shoulders. So I encourage counseling. And you don't always have to think about counseling as when something is bad. Right. Because we didn't have anything bad, you know, going on with our, our marriage or, or before we were prepping to get married while we decided to do uh, counseling. Like I said, I just, quote unquote, thought it was a thing to do. And I feel like it's the best thing thus far that we've made a decision to do as a couple. Most definitely. So I went into it. I was like, well, you know, I know a few people, um, but it's just this one. I just know, you know, I know he's going to help steer us and guide us to, you know, our overall goal and, you know, challenge us and put us in a space to where, you know, to make sure, hey, this is exactly what it is, what it's going to be, what we're trying to do, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, um, I, the real. yeah, I, I reached out to um, Dr. For Christopher ba- Christopher Bass. Yes. One of my uh, CAU professors. Um, one of the best, if not in the state, but definitely in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so I highly recommend him. If anyone is looking for, whether it's individual counseling, you want to do couples counseling, any of that, I highly recommend Dr. Christopher Bass. If you need his info, of course, you guys can always just DM me or something and text me if you got my number and I'll get that over to you. Yeah, absolutely. And th- I had never met Dr. Bass, you know, before CJ had a relationship with him. Um, and he trusted him. And I genuinely 
again, didn't have any expectations, but I trusted CJ's um, thought process and who he would, would like to choose. So yeah. I didn't come into it feeling any type of way like, oh, he knows him more and stuff like that. So he's going to be biased. And I'm all about a person that goes off of energy as well. And the moment we sat down with Dr. Baz, our first session, his energy just yeah. exudes. And yeah. we're on Zoom, mind <laughs> you. know, and then, and then CJ didn't prep me. I'm thinking we have to go in somewhere and do like face-to-face, even though we are dealing with, you know, COVID or whatever. But me just being ignorant, I thought we had to go in. So I'm like getting up earlier. Right. I had... <laughs> I didn't tell CJ this, but I had went to Walmart to give me some like some little casual shoes, <laughs> some pants. CJ called me like, "Baby, where you at?" Because I was going to drop King Dog to school. He was like, "Where you at?" I was like, "Um, I made a quick stop, you know, first because I wanted to be at least presentable." Um, so then we got back. He was like, "Babe, it's it's Zoom. You know, we're gonna be on the computer." I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." <laughs> oh, I didn't tell you that, babe. She was trying to get prepped for a whole interview, y'all. And basically, you know, I mean, listen, people, whether they like to admit it or not, judge you off your appearance first because they see you before they hear you. So I just wanted to at least be decent. Anyways, so <laughs> um, so when I found out it was Zoom, it was it was perfectly fine. And then, like I said, even through it being a Zoom uh, meeting, his presence was just astounding um so yeah yeah and that first session was it was just a get to know type of situation it was super casual it was super casual um he definitely wanted to get to know erica um and for her to ask him all of whatever she felt or needed to get to know him better as well um so yeah um i was our first step to prepping prepping for our wedding um outside of you know outside of our you know the regular planning planning of Picking a date and all this kind of stuff. That was like the first major thing, I would say, outside of that stuff. Um, and we've been thoroughly enjoying it. We've we got we've what had maybe what six or seven um sessions with Dr. Baz now? I, I wanna say tomorrow will be the seven. Tomorrow will if be we seven. Haven't already had yeah. Seven. Yeah. And it's been great. And the crazy thing with our sessions is <laughs> like Every time is set every for time. every time is set for us to go ahead and have a session with Dr. Baz. And we could have every weekly, so it's every other yeah, week. every other week. We could have had like a little riff or something earlier that week or something, you know, regular couples relationship type of stuff, real stuff. Because I mean, at the end of the day, nobody's right or perfect, right? You know, so yeah. And then it'd be that same session where Dr. Baz would be like, "All right, guys, this is what we're gonna be talking about." And it literally be aligned with what just had happened that week. It's so creepy. I promise it's you, scary. the first time it happened, me and CJ was like, okay, so we just moved in here. Okay, so we don't think nobody else had access to this house before <laughs> we got in. Where are the cameras? Right. Why is this session aligned with what we have currently going on in our household? So it was a bit creepy, but... I mean, it was perfect. So, I mean, at the end of the day, when you look, think about it, because, of course, we know that Dr. Bad doesn't have cameras on this. So, you just have to know that it's just God's will. You know, everything is basically aligning up like it's supposed to be, and it's meant. So, what we're currently going through, the beauty of it is that we have someone who actually is already prepping. Yeah. Right? I.e. preparation. Who's already prepping to to have a conversation with us about something that we're dealing with currently or going on at that moment. And so 
he's already equipped with the tools to give us to be able to handle these situations yes. and we didn't know it and he didn't necessarily know it but we were actually going through those things in that moment and and that's what I feel like the beauty is because sometimes even when Dr. Bass has something like a uh, something prep for us to talk about mm-hmm. if <laughs> if for whatever reason we may mention this or that happened and I, what I love the most is Dr. Bass like okay hold on let's stop <laughs> let me hear more about that you know because I'm, I may st- say something or uh, talk about something or CJ may mention you remember um, babe, we had that little um, disagreement or whatever and Dr. Vaz will stop whatever he had intended to go you know through at that yeah. moment and he will address whatever we're going through and I love that the most because I feel like it isn't just a situation where we're sitting out. Somebody's talking to us. Right. He's actually listening to us and really giving us tools based off of what we need, geared to what we need. Mm-hmm. And and he and he let us basically lead it. You know, we want to say, hold on, not the best. I really want to talk about something that's going on currently or that's on my chest. He's not like, oh, well, well, well we'll get to that. Right. I want to talk about this first. He's like, okay, go ahead. And I feel like for me, the type of person that I am, this someone allow me to be able to speak, my voice be heard. I feel like that's the most, um, in, uh, I want to say the most, what's the word? I don't know. I, I guess the thing that impacts me the most as far as being able to have a voice. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Dr. Bass is, is the ish. He um, is. So, yeah. Um, but... And he real too, you know. He is. He, he is. You know, he is not like one of those. He challenges me. Yeah, yeah. He definitely challenges me. Um, not to just be on the surface, like dig deep. Mm-hmm. To express what it is. Um, and, and how do you feel about that, like, baby, being being a black man, and only you can know like how it felt growing up or being raised in. Uh, I know you've heard it before, like, you know, you know, put uh stick your chest out, you know, be a man, <laughs> don't cry. Uh drive in tears, all this all uh-huh. this type of things. So when you're challenged to express emotions that you were taught for so long to suppress, how does that make you feel? Um, vulnerable at the time. It it, it makes me feel vulnerable. Um, but I know it's from a good place. So it helps me and it zone. yeah and but it also helps me realize a lot of things um even in the midst of those conversation or whatever i can i can sit back now even when we have certain conversations and realize okay hmm maybe this is why i do move the way i move on certain things i've realized that on a few of things on occasions um and it's from those conversations of being vulnerable Mm-hmm. That I can realize and and express, you know, those feelings. On top of Erica always telling me, you know, beating me up about expressing my feelings because I would just kind of just brush them off or sweep them under the rug, as people would say, uh-huh. and just keep it moving. And so, like, not only do I get to express my feelings to her when I'm it's something making me feel some type of way, everybody's gonna get it now. <laughs> Everybody's gonna get it. So, I've, I, you know, I, I've, I've explained it. Like, I got it. I ain't gonna say this to Galaxy, but I had to express my feelings to a couple of friends about something. And I was like, y'all can blame Erica for this because she's the one that wants me to express myself yes. when I'm feeling some type of way. And yeah, so this is what it is. Yeah, you know, and not just to keep everything inside, you know, not just to 
suppress everything because of course with now me everything falling on on me as being the other person in the relationship you know being his partner I genuinely feel like it's my responsibility to be able to try to help him with that because it will fall on me you know what I'm saying like if like he tells me sometimes I, I do to him but I can see it like mm, nope if you hold that in if you don't express yourself because if you're feeling it yeah. If you're, you know, we're adults now, so we should be able to express certain things and how we feel in a manner that at least we're able to communicate with other people. And then, you know, because why, why can't I say exactly how I feel? Especially if it made me feel some type of way. And right. especially if the people that you need to express what you need to express to mean something to you. I feel like it's fair. So that's the reason why I push for that because I don't want it to fall back on me. And, um, and no, for real, um, because I feel like it's important for him because I, I can tell um, just learning him, you know, we're still honestly fresh in our relationship. Yeah. You know, so we're still learning each other and just me seeing the way that you move and the way that you interact with a lot of people. I know you are a pleaser. So... And you don't like confrontation. I don't. At all. I don't. I don't. It's don't. loud and rambunctious as I right, can be. Right. I don't. Now, if I got to, you know what I'm saying, we got to put some hands on some folks, you know, I'm always right. with the I'm always, that. I'm always with the shit. We know that. I ain't even going to lie. We know but, that. Yeah. We know you with the shit. That's what I'm saying. So, it's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. I'm just saying. But yeah, I feel like, yeah. So, I mean, I, I feel like, um, the beauty of counseling, like I said, even when something isn't going wrong, because think about it. What if we didn't do marital counseling, but we still experienced the things that we experienced in the th- um, when we had our disagreements? Right. What tools will we be equipped with to really get through that? You know, again, like we mentioned before, we're breaking generational curses, meaning that. Uh, before, you know, we didn't have this necessary guidance. I know in my household, my mama was don't ask, don't tell. And even when you ask, you're still not telling type of thing. So I find myself doing that with the kids. Like, nope, nope, nope. You know, what are you asking for? Why do you want to know? Yeah. You know, type thing. Just, just. And so I even, even in me saying it, I, I feel like, uh, I was always told this, you know, but sometimes I'm like, well, you know what? What do you guys feel? You know, express yourself. Right. Because it's like, it isn't a bad thing. And again, kids are human just like we are. So they have feelings and emotions that they want to express. And honestly, while they're willing to express it, you know, I think we need to listen. But I say that to say in my household when I was growing up, we didn't talk about a lot of stuff. Right. So we wasn't, I wasn't prepped to deal with confrontations, having a grown, uh, a grown, uh, mature conversation, talking about things with your spouse. I didn't see that because if my mom was with um, a significant other, she didn't necessarily express that in front of me or or talk things out with me. So where was I getting this information on how to deal with this now? You know, because you I feel like you need tools to be able to be able to prepare for war. And I don't mean that in a bad way. But if you're going to like Dr. Ben said, my goal is to teach you all how to argue. (laughs) <laughs> we heard it we like what you encourage us to argue he's like no yeah. but you're going to 
So how can I prep you all? What tools can I, I provide to you all so that you can do it in a healthy way so that you know that you aren't combating each other? You are both in the same ring right. fighting on the same side. Yeah. So, you know, don't turn to each other and start punching each other. You know, you still... I'm going to suplex your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That's how you feel. I'm but yeah, saying. so you're still on the same side. And and so how how can you be able to express yourself, even if it gets heated or whatever the case may be, but still do it in love? Yeah. Because I think that's the main goal. Most definitely. And I, one of the things that I love or one of the things that I've, I've taken and I, I try to make sure I heed to when it comes to our disagreements or arguments or whatever it is you want to call them um, is the word halt that Dr. Bass taught us. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, what halt mean, babe? So if you're going to argue, okay. if you're going to have a disagreement or whatever, you never want to be hungry. Okay. Angry. Okay. Lonely. Okay. Or tired. Okay. Those four things will be disastrous for any outcome that you may think you're going to have with this argument. I think so, definitely hungry and tired. And that's crazy because they're at the beginning and the end. Correct. And and sometimes that's something I'm working on because if, you know, if I'm feeling some type of way, I want to talk about it right now. I want to have a resolution. And today's right. like, nope, babe, halt. Halt. You know. First you of all, you angry to, right now? Right, 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 right. Uh-uh. You tired? Mm-hmm. I may be tired. No, we can't Hungry. have this conversation right now. Right, we can't have a conversation, and that's just of being mature, right? To, and the thing about it is, though, I feel like it's also your partner. Yeah. Because I know for a fact in my past relationships, I felt like I couldn't let things go because if I did, then the person felt like that was their there was a, that was their leeway to never to not talk about the conversation again. Like, oh no, nope, you should have talked about it when we, you know when we, at the time. Mm-hmm. So if you have a partner that's willing to give you that space and um, understanding and you can trust that they're really genuinely going to allow you to recircle back around that conversation, then that makes you a little more comfortable with just at the moment, just letting it go. Well, not just letting it, but for me, and I, we've had this conversation, I've Paul, told you. Putting the pause. Yeah, but we, we've had this conversation where if we do have an agreement or it's something that you feel like you need to get off your chest, Get off your chest at that time. So if I give you your time, cool. So when we do come and speak about it, get everything you need to get off your chest. Because if we get in another disagreement and you bringing up something from old, then I'll have a, I'm going to feel some type of way. It's a trigger for me. Right. And you said that. But no, I'm, that's what I mean. So if we halt, though, babe, we stopping the conversation. Right. So that's what I mean by circling back around. Like, so obviously if we halt, we're stopping. Uh-huh. So when I say circle back around, I mean like, okay, so now we coming, we done put food in our belly, we done got some rest, right? you know, we ain't feeling lonely, and therefore, you know, we're able to come to the conversation, we're not angry, keyword, we're not angry, so now we're able to come to the conversation a little more level-headed, and really be able to listen to what the other person say, because Correct. genuinely, when you're either one of those things... Some other emotions gonna come up, and now it's not gonna even be like about it. Now it's not gonna even be about what you're really <laughs> arguing about. Now you're arguing about what the person said instead of right. arguing about what the real true issue is. So yeah, I mean, for me, I genuinely feel like not only is counseling helping me when it comes to like the relationship as far as me and you, I also feel like it's helping me to be a better mother, to be a better friend. 
um, it's helping me to be able to understand myself more. And the beauty in that is that I feel like if I understand myself more, I'm just uh, I'm just becoming a better person all around for everybody that I have that I encounter with in my life. You know, friendships, being a mother. Because honestly, it's a lot sometimes. So to be able to get tools that not only help me and our, you know, and me and you in our relationship, but also expand past that in other relationships, I feel like it's right. very beautiful. But what? Speaking, before I bring up what I'm about to bring up is for the preparation. Uh-huh. I mean, because we're genuinely going to, at this point, going to keep circling back around certain uh, conversations that we've had with Dr. Vance that we feel like we want to be able to put out there to everyone else. Yeah. Um, but that was pretty much our first encounter as far as being introduced to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but before I bring up what I want to bring up, do, is there anything else you want to touch on? Nope. That is it. <laughs> um, I was just going to say, you know, I mean, how is it? Because I know how it's been for me. But how has it been for you, speaking of preparation, from the beginning when we announced, of course, that we were engaged? Uh-huh. And then... Hitting the ground running. Let me tell you, when Cid, listen, was it the night? <laughs> it had to be like a day or two after. Because mind you, we just moved in. Oh, well, we just got the house. We just signed immediately after we were moving in. We got furniture. CJ was only putting up beds ASAP. At night when we were laying down, um, he went straight into, okay, so let's go ahead and ju- you know jump right into choosing who's going to be a part of the wedding party. <laughs> so, so let's talk about it. So so okay, so for me, um for those who don't know or didn't know or whatever, I was previously married before to my two oldest children's mom. Shout out to uh Tamika. She is still she's still one of my um good friends, great friends, and we co-parent very well. Um she is a part of my original circle. Yeah. So um me and her were married I before. And we were young when we got married. And we just did the whole courthouse type of situation. So I, I did tell myself if I was to ever find myself in those shoes again to where I didn't want to get married again. I actually want a wedding. I actually want a wedding this time. And me, I genuinely... Listen. I didn't think I was going to get married. <laughs> I mean, but so I was never big on like weddings. So I was... I know it may sound crazy and people are like, what? You don't really mean that. But I'm okay with just going to the courthouse and just having a, a small gathering amongst <laughs> friends. I, I really am because I really know that the wedding isn't really for us. It's for everybody else. And But the beauty of it, when you have a partner yeah. that you love and respect... And I love, you know, what you love, babe. And of course, I mean, I, like I said, I never envisioned it. I never pictured this big old ball dress, you know, ball gown or whatever. Yeah. And things like that. That's what, that's what I mean. But and it's also because I never seen it for real right. um, in my past or growing up. I never knew what that really looked like. But I respect the fact that you want to have one. And I feel like that, that's special to me. That makes me feel special because you want to do it. You know, you want to do it. So, yeah. Right. And even after finding out, like, you weren't huge on, because, you know, you, you grow up, people grow up and be like, you know, a girl always wants the big elaborate wedding or some type of wedding mm-hmm. or whatever. And then finding out that, you know, that necessarily wasn't like one of your dreams type of situation, which I get because you never really seen it. Yeah. Type of situation. So 
even finding that out, I was like, nah, I still want to make this like one of her, the best days of her life. Aww. On top of mine, too. You know yeah, I'm you excited, right? I am. I'm dumb excited. And I I'm love it. But that also goes with a lot of the influence of who's in my circle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? One of my best friends, Dom, and and his beautiful wife had just recently got married. Yes. Stuff like should. that. Um, and it was just like, yeah, it's not. I, I like to see my people win. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was just beautiful. Beautiful. Now, granted, I don't got Dom type of pockets. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to my boy. Um, so that's why we chose the destination where it is. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but it was but it, destination it, still gonna be dope. It is. And it was that was just a lot of the, my a lot of my inspiration on top of my feelings of making sure like if I ever was to get in that those shoes again that hey, I wanna do a wedding this time. That's what's or whatever. Um but yeah, so the preparation part for me on that has been, you know, it was like, all right, now I'm thinking about who I'm going to have in this wedding mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it was hard. It was for you. But we came up with an agreement of the people that we do choose to be in our wedding. They have to be a part of our relationship. Correct. And that was the huge thing about picking and choosing who's going to be in the wedding. Because we, I got several, I got tons of friends, but I got friends that I have, that's I've been friends with longer than with some of the people that's in the wedding. But a lot of those friends, although we don't talk every day, you know what I'm saying? They're not necessarily around us within our relationship. So Right, and there's nothing to say about um, the like whether or not your friendships are solid or genuine or anything like that. But I feel like it also is it speaks about where you are now in yeah. your in your life right now. You right. know, because of course you have different transitions, you have different stages in your life. And and I and me, I feel like it was very important for it to be it to be more so people that were prevalent in our relationship. Mm-hmm. But also has a ha, has a relationship with the both of us. Right. Like genuinely like that really know me and CJ has been around us, has fellowship with us. Yeah has you know just been a part of our union and you know the everyday you know uh advice giving and just really just loving on us you know and not to say the other because there's so many people but again it's also you know relationship that you have genuinely of course best friends etc but also people who genuinely have had have a relationship with the both of us right so yeah I feel like it's so dope because I, I yeah so yeah so that's how we kind of came up with started picking our party mm-hmm. um and what we decided to do we were going to do like a invitational brunch yeah at our home for the people that we wanted to be a part of our wedding party mm-hmm. and luckily we had it where your best friend was in town from Texas during that time, which was Bad. perfect. Yay. Because it, it wouldn't have been a wedding without her being here. Absolutely. Or Shout being in Nicole. it. I call her my, she's my best friend, but I call her my sister. Pretty I much. I call her my sister. Every time I that sister, 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 because and it goes back to us cheering. You know, I was mm-hmm. a little sister. She's my big sister, literally, because they had big sister, little sister. Um, But it's been, it's stuck ever since. Like, I call her my sister. So, yeah. And, I mean, even down to who's going to walk you down the aisle. Unfortunately, your dad's not here, no longer with us. Mm-hmm. And 
I mean, with her being one of your top best friends, I had the bright idea just popped in my head. Hey, how about we have DJ walk you down, which is her husband. Right. For those of you who don't know, DJ is Nicole's husband. And he was like, hell yeah, I do it. And, and there's other reasons too, like again, just relationship wise, DJ, we have relationships with them. You know, we've actually been on trips with them. Um, DJ talked about a trip we went to Mexico, and it was um, me and a couple of my best friends. Yep. And their husbands and spouses and things like that. They came along, and the kids uh, definitely a great bonding moment. Anytime they come in town, we're always. You know, they do business together. He's our travel agent. Yep. Shout out to DJ. <laughs> because DJ been, listen, DJ been grinding hard to basically prepare our wedding, basically. Yep. You know, the, the plans of um, the wedding itself, travel arrangements, staying arrangements, mm-hmm. again, it's a destination wedding. So all those are the main three things that have to be in place. And DJ has been grinding for us and I appreciate him and my sister Nicole so much because they definitely have been their goal is hey look don't stress about this part you know we want to make sure that you have the best time and day of your life that you envision this won't be the part that you have to worry about and I, I genuinely feel like that because that part I haven't had to stress about. They just bring me with stuff. We agree, you know, me and CJ agree on it. And, you know, they got our best interests at heart. And I really appreciate just having people in our circle that that's going to look out for us in that way. Right. So the whole preparation part, I mean, honestly, just to go back to your full question, what is just it's been fun for me um, putting together. You know who we're gonna have in our in the in the uh, in the wedding, and then picking our colors, and then finally coming up with Babe, our. Who day. came up with the colors? Did you come up with the colors? I think we both Babe. came up with the colors. I'm just saying, y'all. CJ came up with it. Listen, my baby is excited. You hear me? <laughs> I'm talking since day one. He is excited. Not to say that I'm not, but anybody who knows CJ, when he is excited about something, like he gonna go in, and that's why one of the many reasons why I love him and. He definitely came up with the colors, and because I know he said um, navy, but I know he said blue for sure. Yeah. And I think we kind of agree on like the um, the champagne gold yeah, type of color gold. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that I feel like those two sexy, really good colors. So I mean, I'm gonna give you a props on that, babe. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. You know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't cut y'all. But what was you saying? Um, but no, the just the preparation part, man. Picking our people. To be in the wedding, we had our brunch. Um, we gave them all gifts. Success, by the way, yes. we had downstairs in the basement. In, our, in the basement, aka my man cave. I was up to the wee hours in the morning. CJ was like, "Hey, we, I gotta go to sleep." It was yeah. I, was, I ain't gonna yeah. lie, y'all. I went to sleep on her ass while yeah. she was still finishing her boxes. My stuff was done. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm simple, straight to the point. Yeah. Yeah, you know since she was all elegant and boxes with names and. Which was beautiful, by the way. Yeah, shout out you to know. Pinterest because they got me prepared. Um, I wanted to make sure my ladies was was prepared. They were. But I'm gonna let you finish on <laughs> Honestly, you know, we we prepped everything. I think I had some of the best dope um, invitations. You did to present to my groomsmen um, and my best men. Yes, men. I have two. Actually, I have a best man. I have a best woman. Get it correct, boo. Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I had 
hands down some of the best invitations. You know, anybody who knows me outside of radio, I love football. And it was literally the invitations were NFL tickets that said, mm-hmm. come be a part of my wedding. Yeah. And it put had your title on the top. Like, it, it legit looked like a ticket if you was to go to a football game. It was dope, babe. Oh, whatever. So, yeah. Um, on top of that, you know, so I picked Derek. Derek and Brandy are my best man and best woman. Uh-huh. Followed by Dom, my best friend, Twan. My boy Ev, Travis, and my junior groomsman, of course, would be my son, my mini me, Kaylin. You said JB? Oh, almost. Oh my God. And I forgot my cousin JP. I'm just thinking about I'm the so line sorry. That's why I thought about yeah, it. Yeah, my bad. My bad, cuz you're hearing this, my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I love you. I love you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And my cousin JP, man. You yeah. know, so those those are my picks. Um Did you say Ev? I did say Ev. Oh, okay, because I know, because yeah. Thank I did you say for understanding. We yeah. Ev on, but yeah. And yeah, man, the preparation part been great. Dom and them, we start looking at suits. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a, he's he's the person I'm going to first and foremost when it comes to the, yeah, to the suits. And stuff. That's that's what he does. That's his lane. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and we we gonna be looking right. I can't wait. We gonna be looking right. I know. I can't wait. I'm just saying. I know y'all. And Brandon got her custom made suit. Yes. So yeah, we're gonna yes. be looking right. How the, how the preparation been going for you though? How much time we got there, mate? I mean, we can extend it a little bit if you want. <laughs> or I mean, okay, but I, I just go into it. You know, with however it pan out, it <laughs> It might be a part two to this episode. <laughs> um, I mean, okay, well. Obviously, quote for the day, I feel like it's the most appropriate for me to just go ahead and, and say that first. And then I'll just, I'll speak on how my preparation has been. Uh-huh. So I kept it super simple today. So, of course, knowing that the title was preparation, uh, the quote just simply says, the best preparation for tomorrow is doing your best today. Boom. Um, that's Jackson Brown Jr. H. Jackson, Jackson Brown Jr. I like Wait. that. Yeah. One more time for the people. So, I mean, the best preparation for tomorrow is doing your best today. Wow. And I feel like that spoke to me because sometimes we just have to, when we've said it, doing this preparation of this wedding, Uh let's take it one step at a time. Pretty much. One day at a time. Yep. What can we control today? And us dealing with going through Corona, uh, everything changes so so we can't. It's like a, a catch twenty two. We can't. We we're planning for months ahead, but we can't stress over things that may change for tomorrow. Let's just focus on today. Right. So that's the best way I feel like we um, are keeping focus and in mind for preparation. Just what can we work on today? Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, how has preparation been going for me? I mean, I'm a woman. I just start off there. So although I didn't have like this grand idea or expectations about what I was expecting for um, my wedding per se, um, the moment jumping into um, choosing as well who was going to be on my side, um, automatically, of course, I have different. Whew, I have different network of friends. Um, different groups of friends and if I didn't really realize that before this experience I definitely realize it now (laughs) but we'll get into that in a later episode but I mean just genuinely just from the top 
Um, just using, of course, my sister Belinda. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my best friend Nicole. Chocolate. I'm sorry, aka Chantilla. It's aka Chantilla for me. It's not Chantilla first. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> then we also got my best friend Danielle. Best friend Markeisha. <laughs> my baby, my best friend Brittany. Uh huh. And uh, we have Kamaya, of course, who is our junior bride. Mm hmm. And. Did you? Oh, of course. And my best friend, the longest of everybody. How we both forget the longest? Right, right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, listen. It's because at the end of the day, they're near, dear to our hearts, even without us even trying. I'll just say that. But no, my best friend of over 20 years, Deshante. That's my baby. So yeah, that's who is on my side. And. Um, so when we had the brunch, I was so excited about making the prep. You know, I got the boxes. I want to make sure they had their name customized on it. Um, just a simple note on the inside. Will you be my, you know, my bridesmaid? Will you be my um, major of honor, my maid of honor, um, and things like that. And then, of course, um, my flower girl, Miss Carter J. Can't forget about yeah, Carter. Yeah. Um and then Irene Beer, which is my baby King. Yeah. So the young lad. The young lad. <laughs> that's our wedding party. But I mean the preparation has been very interesting. Um, I will say that I'm lost you know, I mean I'm lost. I don't know what to expect. I don't know where to start. I don't know where to start, uh-huh. you know, as far as like thinking about um, cause CJ said, like he said, that he had somebody his go-to guru as far as suits. Me, I don't know where to start for my we- um, wedding dress. I didn't know if I wanted custom made, which I kind of did because I wanted to make sure it fit like a glove for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't know what, where to go, who to choose or anything like that. So I was just lost. And, you know, being a woman, like I said, being super emotional, I kind of reached out to, you know, my best, my best friends, like, why are you not helping me, mother? Like, I need help. <laughs> like, you know, and they're like, just tell us what you need, girl. Just tell us what you need. Well, you know, we got you. So, you know, pretty much got that together. And that was something I was stressing about. Like, look, I want to make sure I know what they're wearing. I want to make sure I know what I'm wearing um, so that we can at least know we got that out way. Because, like you said, the travel side was um, handled yeah. The uh, tire was, of course, the next thing in line. And then, I mean, ultimately, like I said, it's been a, it's been a roller coaster because the different groups of friends that I have and just bringing all these lovely ladies together has been interesting, to say the least. I mean, I don't think I can continue from right now. I think I'm going to have to pick up on this, you know. We're going to have to stop this right here because I just got some things I want to, you know, just say. Okay. Because I, mean, I think that people want to know the real when it comes to really prepping for a wedding. Right. What to expect because I didn't know this. I, people, you hear it all the time, but I didn't know what to expect when it yeah. came to this. So, you think all your friends, whether they're in different groups or not, just going to, boom, magically mesh together. But we'll talk about how that, that panned out on our next episode. So, yeah, if you want to hear the rest of that, you got to tune in <laughs> to episode six. Yes. Six is the double of three and three is my favorite number. Lord I just want to say that. Mm-hmm. Of Waiting to Exbell podcast. Mm-hmm. Appreciate everybody who tuned in today. If you have missed any of the old episodes, again, you can go and stream them on all streaming platforms for podcasting. 
Google, Spotify, Apple Music, and of course, Anchor. Yes, and again, just like last week, two weeks in a row, we're giving it to you a day in advance. Day in advance. So, you're welcome. And just make sure you tune in, guys, man. Appreciate everybody's support, everybody who's been listening, and all that fun stuff. Y'all stay, y'all keep it locked. Mm Mm-hmm. And stay tuned for the rest of this conversation because we're going to name episode six, episode six, Preparations 2. <laughs> Preparations 2. All right. I Appreciate y'all. Holla. Bye, y'all.